The LA Kings look to stay perfect on the road, fresh off a dominant win over the Blues. We discuss that and more on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We would love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I did see that we recently went over the 2400 mark for subscribers. So thank you guys so much for all of the uh, subscribers uh, that are. Uh, they're checking out this channel. Really appreciate that. All the uh, subscriptions, uh, the likes, all that stuff really helps the show to get noticed more. So thank you so much. And uh, good to reach another milestone of sorts, 2,400 subscribers and counting here on Locked on LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show. It's been putting out content for the last 17 years. And, of course, a passionate L.A. Kings fan for 30 years. This episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Hope you had a great weekend. We have a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, we have a game recap. We have a game preview. Lots to talk about. Uh, we got a rain report we'll, we'll give you as well. Uh, but we start with the Kings taking on the St. Louis Blues this past Saturday night at Crypto.com Arena, fresh off a nice home win over the Florida Panthers two nights before. And a couple of lineup notes for that game against the Blues. First and foremost, Pierre-Luc Dubois did play in this game. Great to see PLD out there on the ice after that scary collision he had with the goalpost in the game against Florida. Uh, there was some concern. I thought he'd probably sit out at least one game just to be on the cautious side, but great to see he was out there and warm up and uh, played the entire game and played uh, a very effective game as well. Showed no signs of that injury whatsoever. Uh, also, Jared Anderson Dolan was back out of the lineup. Alex Laferriere, after the one game off, back into the lineup playing on the Dubois line in that game against the St. Louis Blues. And Cam Talbot back in net again. If you missed it, a quick recap of the game on Saturday against St. Louis. And we've talked about the importance of the Kings getting off the good starts and getting the first goal of the game, especially on home ice where they've struggled a bit. Well, L.A. got off to a flying start in this one. Two goals, 19 seconds apart in the first three minutes of the game. Quinton Byfield scoring his third of the season on the power play. A put back in front of the net after a couple of whacks at it to make it 1-0. And then Blake Lazat added his fourth of the season after a turnover in the Blues end. Scores on a shot and makes it 2-0 very quickly for the L.A. Kings. Later in that opening period, more Kings. Adrian Kempe shorthanded making a great play to pass the puck off the boards to himself, winning a race for a puck at the blue line, takes off using his great speed, gets a breakaway, and puts it home with a beautiful finish to make it 3-0 for the Kings. It was uh, He was deserving of giving himself an assist on the goal that he scored. That was a beautiful play uh, to himself off the boards. And then Pierre Dubois, again, showing no effects of the injury, closed out the scoring, a beautiful give-and-go with Arthur Kaliev, and the Kings had a commanding 4-0 lead after one period. 
Second period, no goal scored until the final minute when Kevin Fiala on Kevin Fiala mini bobblehead night scored during the McFlurry minute to make uh, everyone in attendance even happier uh, to get that uh, goal in the final minute of the period. Everyone got ice cream from McDonald's and it was five nothing Kings going into the third period. The only thing that was left to be determined was could Cam Talbot get a shutout? Unfortunately not. The Blues would score with about four minutes to go to spoil that. But all in all, a great night to be a Kings fan. If you were out there at Crypto.com Arena, and we're going to talk about me meeting a bunch of fans uh, later on, uh, but uh, great night, great first period. The Kings skate off with the convincing 5-1 victory to improve to 10-3-3 on the season. Uh, the only down note was Blake Lazat did take a hard hit late in the game, left the ice, didn't return. We'll have an update on his status coming up in just a moment. Let's check out the game stats from that win over the St. Louis Blues. Again, 4-1 Kings get the victory. Uh, L.A. outshot the Blues barely 31-30, uh, to but of course after, and we'll talk more about it in a minute, after the dominant first period, the Kings did take their foot off the gas a little bit. As far as the power play goals uh, and, and the special teams, Kings win the special teams battle again. The penalty kill continues to be great. Uh, the Blues had three power play opportunities, didn't score on any of them, uh, and uh, the Kings were one for two on the power play. Of course, L.A. Short, scoring the shorthanded goal as well, so definitely winning the special teams battle against the Blues. As far as face-offs go, the Blues did have the advantage 27-21. to 21. Block shots the Kings with the advantage 22-15, to 15. and in the hit department, St. Louis had 21 to the Kings 14. I thought head coach Todd McClellan said it very well after the game. When he said, quote, I thought we played an outstanding first period. Everyone got involved. Special teams, power play, shorthanded, a lot of momentum created. He says, you get to that 4 nothing lead. You still have 40 minutes left. I don't know if it's human nature or what, but we got a little bit sloppy. Didn't play to our standard after that, but we'll look at the good and take the win, uh, end quote. And uh, I, I thought that that was a very accurate assessment uh, of the game against St. Louis. Uh, I thought it was the best first period of the season for the LA Kings. Um, but after that, I mean, it wasn't a great second and third period for the Kings, but it wasn't a bad second and third period either. I mean, when you when you look at how well they played in that first period, uh, it would have been great to see him play three periods like that, um, but a little bit unrealistic. And I do think that they're, as, he, as Todd McClellan said, it is human nature, right? Once you get a big lead uh, and you're pretty much assured that you're going to get the win, uh, especially when it was five nothing going into the third, it, it's it's hard not to think defense first. It's hard not to think sit on the lead. Uh, I thought you know the game against Florida two games ago in that third period that the Kings took it too far. Right, they were almost playing like a glorified penalty kill when they were five on five, just trying to get it out of the zone. Really weren't thinking about any kind of offensive pressure. I don't think that was the case against St. Louis for the second and third periods, but certainly not as dominant as the opening period. I thought. First period was outstanding. Second period and third period were okay. I don't think they were terrible, but I thought that they were not as good. And, and again, I thought Todd McClellan summed it up perfectly. Outstanding first period, not as good in the second and third, but good enough uh, to get the job done. How about the three stars of the game for the LA Kings, as chosen by me? I've mentioned this before. I don't. I, there are an official three stars that are announced by the team, um, but I you know, it's my show. I'm giving out my three stars of the game. Uh, and for our three stars against St. Louis, uh, I'm going with Blake Lazat as the number three star. Um, you know, just a, a great hustle play 
for the second goal of the game. Uh, you know, I thought it really, you know, going up one nothing early. Okay, team, that's great for the Kings, especially with what we talked about. But getting two goals like that in a quick span uh, really puts another team on its heels. So great second goal of the game by Blake Lazad as I mean, he has had a great year hustling uh, all season long, making plays. There are times when Blake's size is an impediment for him, but the way he skates, his hustle, his heart and desire makes up for any physical you know, shortcomings that he has. I'm going to go with Cam Talbot as the number two star. I know it was a big lead, but he did make some pretty important saves in the second, third period. Thought he was on his game and continues to play outstanding. We'll talk more about his season coming up in a bit. Uh, one goal allowed, uh, 30 saves for Cam Talbot. And the number one star, I'm going to go with Adrian Kempe with a goal and an assist. Uh, beautiful shorthanded goal. And uh, it's it's uh, when you can score shorthanded, very demoralizing for the other team. And I love that it started with a great defensive play and a hustle play and then finished with a great skill play. So Adrian Kempe really showing off all of his abilities on that shorthanded goal. Uh, he's not just a guy who has 40 goal potential, but a guy who kills penalties, a guy who takes pride in his defense, a guy who's not afraid to get his nose dirty uh, and and take on you know players physically, not your typical kind of sniper who will float around, avoid co- uh, contact, things like that. I think we take it for granted a little bit with Adrian Kempe about the way he loves to play defense and what he can do defensively. Um, certainly his offensive game is what is makes him special, but again, uh, I thought his his defensive play in that game and his defensive play uh, throughout his career is something he's improved more and more on and uh, obviously a threat shorthanded as well for the L.A. Kings. But a great goal, uh, Adrian Kempe, my number one star against the St. Louis Blues. As far as what we liked and what we didn't like, we'll talk more about that in just a moment here on Locked on L.A. Kings, your team every day. Hey, drive, passion, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle at a level up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You will always find exactly what you are looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay is guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. LA Kings face the Arizona Coyotes tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Remember, Arizona doesn't have the uh, time change, so a little bit earlier than we're uh, used to, but catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of your LA Kings on SiriusXM. Use the SXM app and search LA Kings. Uh, as far as what we liked and maybe didn't like from the game against Florida, obviously the start was exactly what we were looking for. Um, you know, I don't think I'm being a prisoner of the moment when I say that I thought that first period against St. Louis w- was the Kings' best period of hockey this season. Uh, the Kings did have a four-goal period uh, in Minnesota back on October 19th. Um, it was a four-goal first period as well, but the Kings also allowed two goals in that period against Minnesota and didn't have any special teams goals. Uh, Kings had a three-goal second period in Winnipeg on October 17th and a three-goal first period against Arizona on October, October 24th. But again, the way the Kings 
scored, uh, the way they scored quickly to start the game, the way they had a power play and a shorthanded goal, I thought that was the Kings' best period of hockey this season. Obviously, great to see the Kings use their depth in getting scoring from all players on all four of their lines, getting a power play goal, getting a shorthanded goal, uh, scoring from everywhere. Absolutely love to see that. It's been one of the strengths of the Kings this season. The puck movement and the passing against the Blues, uh, especially in that opening period, was as good, if not better, than we've seen all year. The Kings were looking for teammates and making St. Louis cover every spot on the ice in their own zone. Very impressive. I know sometimes you can do that a little bit too much. It, you know, we, Sometimes we want the Kings to have that shot-first mentality, but when you can make those passing plays, uh, it really, really puts another team on their heels and is fun to watch if you're a Kings fan. I thought the highlight of that was the give and go with Pierre-Luc Dubois and Arthur Kaliev uh, in the in the uh, St. Louis zone. Uh, Dubois backhands it to Kaliev, who immediately gives it right back to him on his stick, who, and he gets off the shot and scores. The goalie had to be moving quickly back and forth there. That's exactly what you want. That was a great play, and the Kings had – just they just did a great job of moving the puck and finding teammates in that opening period. It's almost like they were more interested in getting a primary assist than scoring a goal. And again, sometimes that's not what you want, but when it does work well and it's at a high level, it can be extremely effective. And we saw that for the Kings. I thought, unlike the Florida game, like I said, the Kings didn't go in too much of a defensive shell. They played it smart. They played defensive first in the second and third periods. And yes, they weren't as good offensively in the second and third. But again, I think it was it was a better mix than what we saw in that third period against Florida where the Kings just went completely defensive, weren't thinking any offense whatsoever. It wasn't that bad. Um, but I, you know, I do like that the Kings were smart and protected the lead. I don't think they sat on it. I think they protected it. I think there's a difference. Uh, obviously, we like Cam Talbot. He continues to impress. Um, you know, what did we not like? As Tom McClellan said, it wasn't a great three periods of hockey. But when you have one outstanding period, the best period so far, I think, for the Kings this year. And that's up for some debate, but I thought it was a great, great, great first period. Uh, you can uh, It's understandable that the second and third periods weren't quite up to par. Uh, do you want to get more into Cam Talbot and what we've seen so far from him? Uh, he turned aside 30 of 31 shots against the Blues, now 9-3-1 on the season. He is tied for second in wins in the NHL. He is one behind Colorado's Alexander Georgiev, who's played one more game than Cam Talbot. Uh, Talbot lowered his goals against average to 2.02. That is fourth best in the NHL. But it should be pointed out, the three players that are above him in goals against have five or fewer starts than Cam Talbot does. So these are guys that are the clear number two goalie or sharing time in net as like a 1A, 1B situation. Cam's the only one of these goalies that has clearly defined as the number one goalie. And same goals, uh, same goes for his save percentage as well. He lowered his save percentage, or excuse me, raised his save percentage to 0.93 after that Blues game, fourth best in the NHL again and again. He's the only one of the top four that is clearly the number one goalie on his team. The other players, uh, the other goalies aren't playing as much as him as they are sharing time in net or they're clearly the number two goalie. So uh, of the number one goalies in the lead, of guys who are number one goalies in the lead, Cam Talbot has the best numbers right now of any goalie in the NHL. And I look, I, I said before, when we acquired Cam Talbot, I thought he could be the goalie that he was two years ago in Minnesota, playing in front of a better team and being healthy. 
I will certainly admit I did not see this type of season from Cam Talbot so far. Obviously, we're not even to Thanksgiving yet, and there's still a ton of hockey to be played. But if you're going to talk about what we've seen so far, it is not, uh, you know, it is not hyperbole to say that Cam Talbot right now is a legitimate Vesna Trophy candidate. Now, it's again, it is really early, but. Uh, we can only judge by what we've seen so far. We can't talk about the whole season yet, but it has been, I think, uh, an incredible season so far for Cam Talbot. Uh, so keeping our fingers crossed, everything continues to go this way. But like I said, even I am surprised at how well Cam Talbot has played for the LA Kings. It has gone great so far. Now, Cam Talbot will not be in net tonight against Arizona. It's going to be Phoenix Copley. He lost his last start against the Penguins, although um, it wasn't his worst outing of the season. But again, that's not saying much. Uh, last time the Kings faced the Coyotes, it was Phoenix Copley in net, and he allowed three goals on six shots and got pulled. Talbot came in, Kings rallied, and got the victory. Um, but big game for Cam Talbot in Phoenix tonight, and hopefully he'll be sharp. Hopefully the Kings will play well in front of him. Uh, the Kings so far 5-1 and one against Central Division opponents for the season, and 2-0 and oh head-to-head against Arizona. This will be the third and final meeting for the Kings against the Coyotes this season. As for Arizona, uh, they are an improved team, uh, kind of in the mix right now early on for a wild card spot in the West. They have a record of 8-7-2. and two. Definitely improved from past seasons. Um, last 10 games for Arizona, they have alternated wins and losses, and they are coming off a loss in Winnipeg to the Jets 5-2. So if they keep the trend going, they would get a win tonight, but um, we'll see. Arizona is four and two at home this season. Uh, Connor Ingram will be in net for the Coyotes. He's six and one this year, uh, but he did uh, in his only start against the LA allow three goals on six shots. He got pulled against LA, and uh, he ended up not being the goalie of record in that one. That was actually Kirill Velmelka who came in and allowed the fourth goal, which ended up being the game-winning goal. Um, but uh, the Kings will uh, look be looking to continue a couple of great trends. Hopefully, uh, in this game tonight against Arizona, uh, when the Kings score first, they are 8-0-1 on the season. Their only loss this season when scoring the first goal of the game was against the Vegas Golden Knights at home when they lost in a shootout. Or, sorry, excuse me, it was overtime. Um, and then the Kings, of course, 7-0 and on the road. They have not lost away from Crypto.com Arena so far this year, so looking to keep that going tonight. As for the Kings lineup into the game, there is going to be a change, unfortunately, and it is due to injury, unfortunately. Blake Lazat will not be centering the fourth line for the Kings where he has been so good, and that line has been so good this season. We mentioned it earlier. Lazat took, took a hard hit late in that Blues game, left the ice, didn't return. Friend of the show and LA Kings insider Zach Dooley reporting that the injury is not expected to be long-term. They're looking at it as a day-to-day -day situation. At worst-case scenario, right now they're saying 7- to 10-day range if that timeline holds. And again, worst-case scenario, he would miss the next three games tonight against Arizona, Friday at Anaheim, and then Saturday against Montreal. But they're saying probably a day-to-day -day thing right now for Blake Lazat. So again, the Kings uh, avoiding a major injury once the season has started here so far to this date, and that obviously has been a big reason why. Uh, the Kings have uh, played so well this year, the continuity uh, with the Lions being the same pretty much throughout. Um, I will say I, th I thought that the you know the lineup change we saw with Kevin Fiala moving on to the no line 
and uh, Arthur Cowley of dropping down to the Dubois line has looked pretty good so far. Um, but tonight, uh, it will be Jarrett Anderson Dolan centering that uh, fourth line for the Kings along with Carl Grundstrom and Trevor Lewis. So another opportunity for JAD to get in there. Uh, the reason he's on the Kings is because of his versatility, because he can't play some center. Uh, and so he will get the call tonight. Hopefully he can keep that fourth line going uh, as well. Uh, we are going to look at where the Kings are in the standings right now, give you a rain report as well. We'll do that here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, Adrian Kempe scores a hat trick and the LA Kings win the Stanley Cup. That sounds good, right? Well, you know what else sounds good? You win 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app as the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can pick more or less based on goals, assists, points, saves, and more. And Sleeper offers 100 times payout, 100 times. And although... We all love the NHL. It's not just about hockey. You've got the NFL in full swing, college football as well, and the NBA underway. Now is a great time to get in on all the amazing sports action. Make the right picks, and you could win big. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availabilities. All right, uh, so where are the LA Kings in the standings here as we start a new week? Well, the Vegas Golden Knights are still on top of the Pacific Division, 13-4-2, the record for 28 points. The defending Stanley Cup champs are currently tied with Boston for the most points in the NHL, although Vegas is coming off their worst week of the season where they went 1-2-1, lost to the Capitals, beat the Canadians, lost to the Flyers in overtime, and then lost to the Penguins. Vancouver is still in second place. Uh, for them, they had a down week. Uh, their record on the season is 12-5-1 for 25 points. This past week, though, 1-2. They beat the Islanders in overtime, lost to the Flames and the Kraken. Kings gaining some ground on both the Golden Knights and the Canucks with their 2-0 week this past week with the wins over the Panthers and Blues. LA checks in at 10-3-3 for 23 points, so two points behind Vancouver and five points behind Vegas. Uh, the Kings with 23 points on the season. Anaheim right now is in fourth place. The Pacific nine and nine on the season, 18 points. This past week they went one and three. They beat the Predators, then lost the Avalanche, Panthers, and Blues. Seattle is in fifth place in the Pacific, seven, eight, and four for 18 points. This past week they went two one and one. Lost to the Avalanche, lost to the Kraken in overtime. Well, actually, they couldn't lose to the Kraken in overtime. They are the Kraken, uh, but they beat the Islanders in a shootout and beat the Canucks. Uh, Calgary 6-8-3 and three on the season for 15 points. They went 2-0-1 this past week. They beat the Canadians and Canucks, lost to the Islanders in a shootout. Edmonton is still in seventh place in the Pacific, 5-10-1 for 11 points. They went 2-1 this past week. They won their first two games under their new head coach, Chris Knobloch, lost their last game against Tampa Bay, but they had wins over the Islanders and the Kraken. And San Jose still in last place struggling. They haven't even hit the 10-point mark yet. Uh, three, 13, and one, seven points for the Sharks. They went one and one this past week. They lost to the Panthers and beat the Blues. So again, the Kings still in third place where they've been most of the season in the Pacific, but gaining a little ground on Vancouver and Las Vegas. Did want to give you a rain report. Ontario went 1-0-1. Oh, uh, in their last two games since we last gave you a rain report, they took on the top team in the AHL, the Calgary Wranglers, 
and did pretty well. Now, they lost Friday uh, in a shootout 5-4. to four. Andre Lee, in his season debut back from injury, had two goals. Akil Thomas and Alex Turcott goals as well. Turcott, the only rain player who had a multiple-point night. He had an assist as well. David Riddich took the loss in net, allowing four goals on 20 shots and allowed one shooter to score in the shootout. The rain did not have a shooter score in the shootout, and so they lose that one. But Sunday, uh, Eric Portillo, 19 saves to record his first professional shutout as the rain blank the Wranglers 4-0. Samuel Fogimo, two goals. Brant Clark had a goal and an assist, and Alex Turcott, two more assists in this one as Ontario now 8-4-1 on the season, having a pretty good year so far. Uh, and good season so far from Brent, Brent Clark and Alex Turcott uh, and others. So that is very encouraging to see. Those are two guys that have a spotlight on them, and we could see with the LA Kings at some point this season. So good to see them doing well in the AHL. As for the rain coming up this uh, week, they've got three games, Tuesday at Coachella Valley, and then Friday and Saturday at San Jose. Before we close it out, I uh, did want to say it was awesome to meet up with so many great everydayers at the Blues game Saturday night. Uh, two people, uh, Vin and Robert, just happened to see me and stopped me to say hello, which was very cool. Uh, also, got to meet up with Jeff, who was Vin's friend, who he's turned on to the show and become an everydayer. Appreciate when everydayers get their friends to be everydayers. Um, also, got to meet up as well with uh, Anthony and his little brother and uh, Dave as well. So. Uh, great to meet all you guys. It was a fun night uh, against the Blues on Saturday night. Not only on the ice, seeing the Kings get a big win, but also to meet up with some great listeners and viewers of Locked on LA Kings as well. Always appreciate meeting up with fans of the show. And uh, I am going to be, I'm planning on being in Anaheim for the Kings-Ducks game on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, and then on Saturday, the Kings host the Canadians in an afternoon game, a one o'clock game. And I'm planning on being at that one as well. So, if any of you everydayers are going to be in Anaheim on Friday or at Crypto.com Arena uh, on Saturday afternoon and want to want to reach out and say hi, I'd love to meet up with you guys. Just uh, reach out on social media or you can send an email. The email address LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. And for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, we are coming up tomorrow obviously going to have a recap of the Kings-Coyotes game, a rare Monday game for the LA Kings. Uh, they do have some coming up in 2024, but this is the only Monday game of the calendar season in 2023. So we'll recap the game coming up tomorrow. Focus on how Phoenix Copley did. Hopefully he has a nice game and the Kings can get a win and keep that road record alive. Rest of the week still to be determined. We'll have a special interview as always. And then on Friday, of course, always have our fan feedback show as well. And uh, yes, planning to have a show on Thanksgiving as well. Uh, in between eating turkey and uh, watching some football and whatnot. Uh, we would love for you to stay connected with the show by following us on X or Twitter uh, and Instagram. Both are at Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thanks as always for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. And as always, go Kings go.